podcast we got another edition of millionaire mac talks and at the millionaire mac club we believe millionaire is defined by the mindset not monetary status and we're tapping in to our unlimited unlimited potential man today i have a very special guest a friend i met from my first college Lewis and clark yeah man like from a distance, I was just always peeping his moves, peeping his moves, knowing that he was gonna do big things, staying in, staying in like a close contact to where I can still hit him up. Not not as cordial as we should be, to be honest. But today we got my main man, Ramez Ati. Ramez, how you doing, bro? How you doing? Let him know who you are. What's up, man? I'm doing good, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you for coming on. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm was born and raised in Cairo, Egypt. Uh, moved to the U.S. freshman year of high school, uh, in in California, and I then got recruited to play tennis at Lewis and Clark, and that's where I went. Uh, graduated last May, and I'm doing my master's in entrepreneurship right now at Babson College in Massachusetts. Right. So uh, the school that you're at, it's like, is it is it all entrepreneurship or not? It's like- a it's a number one program for entrepreneurship right. uh, in the country or something like that in the world, something like that. But right, so it, I've heard something crazy about that school. Yeah, they're they're very focused on entrepreneurship, especially the the accelerated masters I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's literally only one year, and it's all focused on entrepreneurial uh leadership so it's 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 very intense but um i'll have my master's in a year which is crazy that's crazy yeah that's so crazy wait so dang wait oh i'm so excited to tap into that but before we go into that so tell me tell me about the transition from changing countries because i changed states and that was a big transition but a whole whole country you're just in high school. Like, tell me about that change. I mean, yeah, it was it was definitely a big change. Um, there was a lot of political turmoil going on in Egypt, and it wasn't really safe anymore to, to live there. Um, so my parents decided uh, that we should move. We were fortunate enough to be able to move, and we have fa- family in California, which made it a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but my father never, never moved with us, so... Um, that on its own presented a lot of challenges for me growing up, um, especially because I can't go back to Egypt and he uh, couldn't travel very much in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, more so now, I see him probably like uh, once a year for a few weeks. Uh, but in the beginning, it was it was uh, I have probably like haven't seen him. When I moved in 2013, first time I saw him was like November 2014 or something like that. So it's been like two years. Um, but you know, transition wise, you get used to it. You know, we're as people, we we tend to, if you put your mind to it, you can adapt really quickly to any environment. Um, and especially when you don't have a choice. You know, I moved to the U.S. for a purpose. You know, to get my education. Um, try to like my parents made a lot of sacrifices, so that for me was huge in, in terms of like I have to you know capitalize on that and uh, you know try to make it the best of it and I think I'm doing pretty well uh, capitalizing on that but you know transition wise it, it took some getting used to for sure but like I said if you put your mind to something I think um, there's very little that can stop you for sure bro that's that's all it bro that's really what I'm realizing is like all success is is being so intentional and so focused on what you're doing you you understand that you're gonna run into controversy you're gonna run into problems but it's a matter of being a problem solver like yeah it's fine like you know the problems are coming but a lot of people will just figure find the problem 
call out the problem, but not look for the solution. You see what I'm saying? Um, so like, you know, I did a year at LC and I know like liberal arts is really, really into critical thinking, problem solving, thinking through different situations. And it seems like you've been exposed to those skills even before LC. So what are some of the some of the skills and lessons that you picked up from the four years you did there? I mean, I think the number one thing that I always try to remember is, you know, don't let anybody tell you what you can and cannot do, you know, because at the end of the day, um, it's true. It's sad truth, but, you know, you don't necessarily always know who has your best interest at heart. So you need to you need to focus on yourself and build like you will meet people along the way that you will trust 100 percent and they will always have your back. But until then, you need to decide for yourself what you can and cannot do. And there's very little, again, back to what I was saying in the beginning, there's very little you put in my, like your mind to that you won't like won't achieve. So I think uh, liberal arts in general exposes you to so many different things and so many different environments that it teaches you again to adapt really quickly. And it teaches you to think on your feet, Mm -hmm. you know, versus a technical school where you're going to get a spreadsheet or, I mean, I'm dumbing it down for sure, but like right. technical school where you're going to, you know, get a process and you're going to follow that process to the letter. And you know what I mean? So um, that's definitely, that's definitely, that was definitely big, you know, um, just thinking on your feet. Cause at the end of the day, when you're done with college, when you get a job or start a business or even in life with relationships and stuff, like you're always going to have to, there's no by the book. You know what I mean? Like right, there's always, you learn the theories but then you can't apply them to the real world because there's so many constraints you know right. what I mean? exactly bro that's that's facts that's another thing that i feel like i i catch myself doing it and like i feel like a majority of the people do it like like you touched on is like we'll try to live by theory we'll try to live through somebody else's experience somebody else told me that oh this is how this is gonna go and then you're not even being exposed to the situation in a in a in a way that you can actually learn and gain perspective on your own you see what I'm saying so um bro I just remember I remember at LC like you Matt like y'all were always up to something like y'all were always up to something and you guys were moving with a purpose and honestly like, I won't even lie, when I went into LC, like, bro, I didn't realize, like, the atmosphere and the the tools that I was exposed to, because, like, I, I genuinely, I won't even lie, like, I went in there, like, okay, bet, I'm just here to hoop, like, so that's all I, like, I was focused on hoop, focused on chasing girls, and I, I passed my classes, obviously, did well in school, but I wasn't tapped into the entrepreneur club wasn't tapped in to uh the career center all that good stuff but I know you and Matt were always progressing yourself using that time intentionally so what what where'd you get that discipline how'd you build that discipline to where because don't get me wrong y'all were still out having fun and stuff too because like man I just remember like on weekends you and Matt were like the people I want to kick it with you see what I'm saying so like what where'd you get that discipline instilled like have you always had it or did you build it or is it something you're continually working on or what so um it's it's a a lot of answers to that question but I'll, I'll tell you um one part of the answer is what I was telling you earlier about like you find a support network that you can trust. And, and Matt and I, we just push each other, man. We just, you know, ever since we met each other, sophomore year of, of college, um, we found a lot of interests we had in common. We grew really good friends and we pushed the shit out of each other. You know, we held each other accountable every single day. And, you know, if we wanted to go out to this party, we had to do that first. And, you know, we had to, you know, um, we started a business together. So you need to find someone um, 
that can that you can trust someone that you um that pushes you as much as you push them and you just look like you you succeed with each other man it's i mean the beauty of it all you know uh and and what we realized uh is when you have little successes you want to celebrate those and celebrating those alone is not very tasteful you know so having having matt um during that time and and still today we we're both doing the same masters we learn to push each other and we learn to celebrate the little little steps we make Mm -hmm. and and that's just what makes everything you know so much more like have way more purpose you know way more meaning it's bigger than you yeah it's 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 definitely bigger than us and i'll i'll have i'll talk about uh, the startup we we had in a, in a minute whenever uh we get to it but um but you learn it you learn how to you know grind um i learned it because my parents they sacrificed a lot making me or, or mo- moving to the u.s especially without my father right um you know a lot of people are very quick to judge you know they don't know the they don't know the story behind you you know um people looked at me in college and saw this like confident cocky person that had everything figured out they don't know my history you know they don't know that i left my home country when i was 13 i left uh, a parent when i was 13 i moved to a very small um one bedroom apartment in California because we couldn't afford anything else. And there was four of us, you know, people don't know that stuff mm-hmm. and they don't need to know that stuff. As long as you know that that won't matter. Like their opinion about you doesn't matter. Right. As long as you stay focused, you stay focused on your path and you find people that actually know you for who you are like Matt for me, for me, for example, and that push you to do like to be the best version of yourself that's how you're going to succeed just focus on yourself that's like that's such a bar bro that's that oh my god you're hitting on so many lessons that i'm just now becoming conscious of that have honestly always been around me but i'm now just being like intentional with them like you are who you hang around like there's no way around it bro like you are who you hang around and if you're around somebody that not saying that there's like pedestals or you're a better human, this, that, and the third. But if you're on an intentional grind and you're around somebody that's just kind of ah going through life, like, ah, then it's hurting you more than it's helping them. Like if they were smart, they'd be picking up on your tendencies, but it's honestly hurting you more than you're helping them. So like, I don't know. I feel like, bro, just like reading, reading, your persona reading your grind reading your success seeing your success that you're generating at such a young age I can just tell like you're comfortable with being not the best person in the room but when you are the best person in the room you're gonna lead the troops you see what I'm saying so what talk about like because I know for sure in entrepreneur club and at LC there's some atmospheres that you're talking about that you're exposed to so many different uncomfortable situations that you know are going to be progressive. So like, what are some of those situations like, or are there any like stories that you can think of off the top that are like, Oh yeah, that was a time I was really uncomfortable, but I progressed from it. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you. I mean, you hear stories about, like, you hear rumors all the time um, about yourself, wherever you are. You have to be comfortable hearing that stuff and, and knowing who you are. Because mm. at the end of the day, you know what happened and what didn't happen. Right. Um, but like a lot, of, a lot of times people think um, I'm cold and calculating and um, arrogant. You know, that's the stuff I hear all the time because, you know, I keep to myself. I'm a very quiet person. I, you know, let my actions do the talking for me i i learned that very early on playing tennis it's a single sport and there's no reason for you to do anything except try to win and when you try to win you just let the winning 
speak for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, so I, you have to be comfortable in like hearing that stuff about you. If you let that stuff get to you, you won't ever move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just something. And another thing you have to be comfortable with is being vulnerable. Like I probably like three, four years ago, I couldn't ever like talk about my background or talk about where I came from or talk about, you know, my transition moving here or talk about how I lived in high school. But you know what? You have to own your story, mm, you know? So, and, and um, if you're not comfortable with, with your own story, nobody else will be comfortable with it, you know? So you have to find a way to accept that, you know, you live a unique path and nobody else lives that life. And it's, it's what you do with it that matters. And I'll give you an example, a very, very um, famous example about like a guy, uh, a family that the father is an alcoholic and he has two sons. One of them becomes an alcoholic. One of them never drinks alcohol again. Mm-hmm. You choose your own path. You know, they were in the same environment. One of them decided to do better and the other one decided to follow in the same environment back to your point about who you hang out with if you realize that the environment you're in is toxic or the environment you're in is not good for you it's not good for your success you leave that environment and find something else right and it's never too late ever you know i started really getting my shit together probably end of sophomore year of college Mm. And, and, and that's where things started changing very fast. Do you remember what that wake-up call was that sophomore year? Um, my, well, I know, I know what was dragging me down was my, my parents' divorce was that year. But um, you just wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I've had enough of this. You know, I've had enough of dragging myself down. I've had enough of pitying myself, you know, mm-hmm. feeling bad for myself. Nobody's going to, oh, you know, come and, and tell you it's going to be okay. No, dude, this is life. Like, you, you're going to have to take um, re- responsibility for your actions. You know, I was going down a pretty bad path until sophomore year of college, and my grades were mediocre and didn't really do anything. And that summer I started, you know, I, I got an internship. I started working when I was 16, but um, that summer I actually started getting corporate jobs. I tried to get like my resume work on it. Um, But I, to tell you the truth, I don't remember what the trigger was. I just one day woke up and and said enough is enough. A lot of times I would tell you that um, you will come to that realization Oftentimes, people around you, if you if you surround yourself with good enough people, they will help you come out of any slump that you're in. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, like Michael Jordan, you have to motivate yourself. You have to get that, you know, fire from within. Uh-huh. He created fucking, I'm sorry for swearing. He created scenarios. Oh, he can, he can. He created scenarios in his head to play better in a game. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't get more inner than that. You know what I mean? Like, and that's he's probably the greatest example I can I can think of. Of you are the one that have has to motivate. Like you have to motivate yourself to get out of any uh, situation you're in. Otherwise, it won't work. Because external motivation. So if you piss me off, and that's the reason why I'm gonna score 40 on you or whatever that's not going to happen every game like i'm not going to play against you every single game and you're not going to piss me off every single game but if i get the motivation from inside there's doesn't matter who i'm playing against doesn't matter what day it is doesn't matter nothing else matters because that motivation from inside is just taking over everything you know what i mean so just the realization and i think i mean looking at you and what you're doing right now i can tell that you had that realization oh yeah uh, especially especially since uh, lewis and clark days like we, 
we've known each other from back then and like you had you had your toes in the water but you weren't like you weren't fully committed yet you know what <laughs> I mean? but like see, you know seeing you seeing you right now like i can tell i can tell you're committed i can tell you, you you're doing something and, and, and you found the purpose so appreciate that. it's literally i mean i would ask you like what what changed shoot bro oh we that's a big question no it's actually crazy because my my turning point was like a year ago like where i was actually like solid and committed was like a year ago because i've always been the type of person where like i'd i'd intrinsically motivate myself and then it'd wear off and then i'm just kind of like mediocre and then but like when I had those glimpses of like greatness or like tapping into like my full potential, like I wouldn't know how to control it. You know what I mean? Like I, it would just happen. But then I started realizing like through COVID, through COVID, like I'm like, bro, like so much time is being wasted. Like so much time is being wasted. And like, I I think the thing that had me realize that I needed to go was once I was realizing like the video games that I was playing, the movies that I was watching, like three days later, I can't remember what happened in those hours that I was spending. You see what I'm saying? Then I'm I'm starting to think, I'm like, what am I building? Like genuinely, like what am I building? What's my legacy going to be? So then I remember like about a year ago, um, basketball's on and off because of COVID and really like I told you earlier like I identified myself as like oh I'm a basketball player and that's all I was so then I started thinking I'm like bro I'm I'm not a one-dimensional athlete like I'm more than this so what more is there to it so then I started reading started listening to podcasts and I won't I won't even lie to you I honestly didn't know where I was going with it and I still I I have an idea but I still it's all over the place right like I'm still trying to fully grasp it but like just starting really just starting and like realizing that I can be more and like you touched on it earlier that you control your own destiny you control your own motivation once I realized that bro I was like oh yeah there's no going back like there's no going back to being a consumer 24 7 like what am I doing consuming, watching somebody else live their dream? Congrats for them. But I got to I gotta go win with somebody else. Like you said, like I'm trying to build some something for somebody else with somebody else and for myself, really. Um, but that leads me to like ask you, ask you like. So you said before we before we hopped on the pod, you and Matt started the business about a year ago so that puts you you graduated last year right uh yeah we graduate no we graduated in may graduated in may okay so right so boom a year so two years about two years out of your like awakening of like all right let me lock in and become the best remez you i'm sure you had other ventures in between that time or other things going like you said you were building your resume but then you started that startup. So walk us through that, like startup story, trials and tribulations, like anything that you think is important about that startup, let them know what it is and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I always, COVID times, I always forget. It started 2020, January 2020. So it's about a year and yeah. two months now, you know? It's so hard keeping track. Like yeah. all, all the days felt the same. So yeah, we started we started January 2020 in Lewis and Clark actually at Winterum. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So we won the Winterum competition, which was the, you know, our, our first taste of winning uh-huh. in the startup world. We won like five hundred dollars and um, we qualified to a statewide uh, pitch competition. Right, right. Wait, wait, wait. Um, Before you keep going, let them know like what went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we created a um, a car breathalyzer device that's that would be connected to your keychain, and it communicates with a car's ignition system. So um, the whole idea is 
it would prevent drunk driving because all the tools that are out there right now, um, whether it's the keychain breathalyzers that you can buy off of Amazon or the state mandated interlock devices that you get after a DUI, um, all have, um, are not fail safe. Mm. So is that the right word? I don't know if it's the right word. So, so they're not fail proof. Oh, right. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, like the interlock device, for example, first of all, it's man- it's mandated only after you get a DUI. Mm-hmm. So there's no preventative measure whatsoever. They're waiting until you actually drive drunk, get pulled over, and then they sentence you to a breathalyzer. So in between that time, you can have an accident and die. You can have an accident and kill someone. You can have an accident and injure yourself or someone. And in all these scenarios, you didn't get pulled over. Mm. So if you, if you get an accident and you're fine, you're going to drive drunk again. You still didn't get pulled over. So there's no preventative measure whatsoever. Right. Other problem is interlock devices that you get after DUI. Mm-hmm. We talk to Mothers Against Drunk Driving, which is the biggest organization that advocates against drunk driving. And they told us stories about parents letting their seven or six-year-old kids breathe into the device to start the car. Oh. It's not fail-proof. Oh. Now you're putting yourself and your child at risk. And you're teaching them that bad habit of cutting corners. Oh, it's, it's a whole mess. It's so we created a breathalyzer device. It connects to the car's ignition system. And it's a consumer device, so it's a preventative measure. And if you blow it into the device and you fail the blood alcohol test, it will block the ignition from starting. Mm. The fail-proof comes from the facial recognition software. Oh, that's hard. So uh, we're in the prototyping stage right now. So Uh we're raising capital to finish the prototype. But we... uh, yeah, so the facial recognition makes, if I'm drunk and I, it's my device, nobody else can um, blow into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we covered the, like the, all the loopholes that we found with the other devices. And that's how our journey started, man. Right. Um, we qualified for the pitch competition. It's called Invent Oregon. In... September of 2020, we pitched. So, like, almost... Just a year, just past a year. Yeah, and we won the whole competition against (laughs) way bigger schools, like Oregon Health and Science University, Uh uh, University of Oregon, you know, massive schools that we went up against with massive budgets, and all we had was $500. So we made the proof of concept in a garage and we hustled and we found some engineers that were willing to help us and we paid them all the money that we have and Mm -hmm. and we made it happen. Then we presented and we won the whole competition, got the winning price. First place was $10,000. We used that money right back into the business. Mm. So we incorporated the business, we hired a lawyer, got all the papers in check, and now we're in the prototyping stage trying to finish that, um, but, but we're raising money right now. Right. That is, yeah, so it's been, yeah, it's been almost two years now. It's crazy. That is so, bro, that's the crazy thing, because, like, I'm, I'm in the atmosphere you guys are in watching from afar knowing you guys are going crazy but i didn't know it was this deep i didn't know like i i genuinely didn't know that is crazy bro I, oh my god i knew y'all were gonna be up to something crazy like so so tell me where what's what's the next few action steps or where do you think it'll be in the near future and where do you want to take it, like, big picture? Where do y'all want to take it, big picture? Yeah. Um, so, well, Matt and I, we both know that we're not experts. 
So, you know, we got to learn, like, we know a little bit and we've been learning at Lewis and Clark. And that's why we applied to Babson. Uh, it's called MSCL, a master's in uh, entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial leadership. Um, and it's supposed to be a really good program for startups, really good program to, you know, learn as an entrepreneur. We both got in, which was insane. Right. That, that, um, because we were very anxious about that because we wanted to take the business to Babson and keep going together. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank God it happened. Um, but next steps, we're, we're trying to raise our friends and family around right now. We're um, talking to investors. Um, it's basically, all our meetings are investors right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but big picture, you know, when we won the Invent Oregon competition, it became so real to us that, you know, this is way bigger than us. This is, this is not just about creating a successful business. This is about saving lives. Lives on me. And when we realized that this is, the, this is what we're doing, it, it's just like our whole mentality changed, you know? It's just like there's no... We can't afford to slack off anymore. Right. You know, it's not just like, oh, it's a good story that you can, you know, say in an interview, job interview. No, right. we committed to this by doing, like, by incorporating the company. We committed to seeing this through. Right. So, big picture is is eliminating drunk driving. You know, that's that's the that's the goal. That's, and I can give you statistics until I bore you to death, but you know, there's 30 people that die every single day from drunk driving in the U S alone. And I tell you something crazy. That number only went up in COVID. Whoa. Yeah. That's no, that bro. What? I mean, I, when you said 30 and then didn't finish yet, I thought of you about to say like a week, a day, a day. day. That's so Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so it's just, you know, it just became way bigger than just two people trying to start a business and, and, you know, make a quick buck, you know, right. It's not, it's not about that at all. You know, this, and this is, I mean, it's a blessing and a curse Mm -hmm. in a way we found our our purpose, a curse in a way that, you know, it's, it's really, really hard. because it's a very capital intensive business you know not a lot of people are willing to listen because it requires so much money and you know it might not be a sexy product or you know something that will make 20x return for an investor so it's a grind but because we realize that you know we have to see this through not so far nothing will stop us i mean i i I don't, I can't think of anything that will, you know, stop us along the way. We're just, whether, and here's the other thing, you know, whether we succeed or fail, we will feel good about doing our best right. along the way, you know, because when you put a hundred percent, it's all about the process. It's all about the journey man. it's not about the end result. So, you know, end result, you know, a little bit of luck, a little bit of, mix and match of everything mm-hmm. will get you what you need but you will sleep good at night knowing that you know we didn't slack off you'll sleep good at night knowing that we didn't put something else above you know grinding this out so that's what we're doing right now it's it's a lot of work it's a lot of long hours it's a lot of sleepless nights but it's great man like it's probably one of the best things that we've ever done in our lives and and I, I just can't wait to see what happens. You know, it's, it's just crazy. I can't wait to see it manifest. And like, bro, like already I'm getting like secondhand, like secondhand. I don't even know. I'd see, I can't even think of the proper word, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm achieving it with you from watching. Like that's how powerful what y'all are doing is. You see what I'm saying? Like, I haven't even been like, oh, hey, how's the business? Like, I haven't heard about 
what you guys are doing in three years and like I'm like secondhand getting like holy like that is something powerful you see what I mean so that's crazy that's great stuff that's really inspiring and bro like you you hit on such a key point like the when you give your hundred like you can sleep at night and you can sleep well at night like I was listening to I don't know if you know who Jay Shetty is but he was talking on his podcast talking about uh when he came out with his book like he was so focused on the input that he knew the output would take care of itself and even if it didn't like he gave so much to the input like he's gonna get a return on that that effort whether it's a lesson whether it's the the goal manifesting to exactly what it was going to be but like since he went so hard and was so intentional on the things that he can control he knew that like that that's what was supposed to happen whatever is about to happen that's what was supposed to happen so I think that's awesome bro um for for your like investor meetings because what are you 22 21 um 23 in like a couple weeks right you're about to be 23 i know like those investors those are definitely some high higher caliber people and some older people i'm assuming correct me if i'm wrong like bro what is it like being in that atmosphere being on these zooms being in person meetings 23 like yo like i need some big bucks i'm trying to change the world like bro you have to be like a certain level of good cuckoo in your mind to be doing that shit you see what i mean like so what is that like bro well one thing that i would definitely need to keep in mind is like you have to speak the language you know what i mean like like if you're gonna show up to an investor meeting and you know that person, I mean, I'm just stereotyping right now, but like 60s white male, you know, um, you have to show up with a suit, you have to show up with your hair, fucking, you know, looking good, you know, not scruffy or suit and tie, you know, looking clean. Um, so you have to know your audience pretty well. This is the most important thing in any in any pitch or presentation or it doesn't matter who you're talking to you need to know who you're talking to and you need to adapt to that person because people like similarities right people like people that are the same Mm -hmm. it's just human nature it's just psychology Mm -hmm. um so if you show up in jeans and shorts and you know a t-shirt and hey yo what's up talk like that there's no way he's gonna give you money right but if you show up, suit and tie, you know, all dressed up, all clean, talk respectfully, listen, try to try to associate with their experiences. Let them talk. People love to talk about themselves, People by the way. Love to talk about themselves. Um, let them talk about themselves. Try to see that, like, you know, if you have similarities, you know, touch on that. Um, and just also you need to prepare. Mm. You need to prepare. You need to know your pitch inside out. You need to know exactly what you're going to do uh and what you're going to say not you can't leave anything to chance in meetings like this right you know um and and just go for it Mm -hmm. there's you know there's no you know your stuff more than anybody you know you know your uh yeah you know your stuff more than anybody else so you need to be um confident in yourself and, and just deliver because I think when when uh, Bill Gates was pitching Microsoft, he he got like over a thousand no's before he got a yes, right. something like that. And you need to be persistent. Mm. Like we talked to probably over five, over ten investors so far, I and mean, we haven't gotten a yes yet. Mm. But we're still going because someone somewhere is going to say yes, you know, but we just need to, it's a numbers game too. Like you need to keep going. You need to um, not let the no's discourage you. You know, I think Mark Cuban said once uh, every no gets me closer to a yes. Mm, right. Um, so if you hear a no, you know what? Just be like, well, what did you like? What did you not like? Right. You know, get feedback. 
try to get if if you're gonna get a no try to get as much out of the person as you can you know oh do you have another person i could pitch to someone who's you know more into the consumer market or whatever it is right Mm -hmm. just try to get something out of every meeting and um yeah that's how you uh that's just yeah Bro, you just put me on so much game. Like you just put me on so much game. This is crazy. Cause like the it's so dope because you're doing the things that I'm progressing myself, like putting aligning myself to put myself in the position to be able to be in those investor meetings, be be two years deep with my entrepreneurship, with my business. You know, so like that stuff is really inspiring. That oh, this is so crazy. This is so dope. Oh, um, all right. So I got I got two two last questions. And they they might be thinkers. Every time I have people on, some of them can't answer, but some of them answer quick. So my first question, what's the last thing you learned? Last thing I learned um see this this is the thinker yeah no so i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say it's the last thing i learned but it's the last thing i saw happening in action and it just like made me realize you know i learned it before but you know it's easy, you know, the saying easier said than done. Um, so you learn a lot of stuff and you get a lot of wisdom, but before you see it actually happening, you're like skeptical a little bit, you know, um, is it actually like this, but trust the process, you know, every, I'm, I'm a big believer of everything happens for a reason. Yeah, me too. And, um, and you just you just gotta have faith because if it's not if it's not meant to be today it's meant to be tomorrow you know because just but you gotta you gotta keep keep your faith you gotta keep your head up you gotta keep going um if it's if it's a no today from an investor if it's not the right person that you live with or it's not the right it's for a reason you know and until that reason comes to light, you won't understand why right. at the time. But until that happens, until that whatever it is happens, you know, you will think back and be like, you know, way back when, when that investor said no. Yeah, he just got arrested for whatever. Mm. For example, for right. example, right. no, it's, it's a very drastic example, but right. you can't see like you're living your own story right now, but you can't see the ending. You can't see the ending of a chapter. You can't see the ending of, um, you can't, you can't see, nobody can see the future, right? right. But you can, you just gotta live day by day mm-hmm. and you will realize that it's not meant to be today. Again, if it's not meant to be today. It's meant to be some other time, you know? So that's the pod title right there. That's the pod title right there if it's not meant to be today it might be some other that's hard that's so hard bro that's crazy i love that i love that my last bro whoa see you're just dropping gems bro i appreciate it for real all right my last question my last question for real you you already just gave a beastie quote but What's one quote or your favorite quote that you live by? You probably have already mentioned it. Actually, I haven't. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, no. My favorite quote is try and fail, but don't fail to try. Try and fail, but don't fail. Yeah, because, you know, that's, again, you with the podcast, me with the startup, you know, it might not, it might not succeed, mm-hmm. but you did it. You know what I mean? Right. You will never wonder what if, mm-hmm. and you don't, don't ever want to wonder what if. Uh, that's, that's a killer right there. Yeah. Because you can't recover from that. You know, what if I didn't go live abroad for six months? Well, right. 
shit, you're never going to find out now. But uh, what if I didn't start a podcast? What if I didn't start a business? What if I didn't play basketball? What if I didn't play tennis? What if I didn't move to the US? You know, it's what if is poison. What if and poison? You got you to stay away from that. So do what you like, try and fail. Mm-hmm. There's no problem in failing. Failing is just like, one gets you one step closer to success but never never stop yourself from doing something because you're afraid or never stop yourself from doing something because other people told you not to do it never stop yourself from doing something because you know uh someone next to you uh tried and failed you again back to what i said in the beginning you, you make your own path you have your own path nobody can walk in your shoes people can try people can tell you what to do but you should never listen you know mm-hmm. just live your own life and and you'll do like strive for greatness and you'll you'll achieve it so yeah you just drop gems on gems on gems this is greatly appreciated bro this is greatly greatly appreciated for real man so that about wraps up wraps up everything um any 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 closing remarks, any last pointers that you want to give the people that's been on your mental or they need to hear it? Any, anything else? Not necessarily uh, pointers, but something that I try to remind myself every day uh, is, you know, never, never judge a book by its cover. Mm. You know, like words is one thing you can never take back. You know, this person, you might say something to them, and you have no idea the magnitude of what your word can do to them. And you never know what they're going through at the time. You know, that like, just always remember, like, you don't know the full story about anybody. Mm-hmm. And you got to be careful what you say. You know, it might be a joke, it might be silly, um, but you have no idea what that one little sentence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you got you can't judge a book by its cover because you you never know what someone's going through. You never know what um, what day someone's having, and and words is something you can never take back. Right. You know, um, my grandmother taught me this. Actually, is like if you say something, that effect is gonna you know be there forever. You know, so you gotta. I'm a person that chooses their words very carefully because of that um i'm i'm more of a listener than a speaker or a talker because you know i know what i know firsthand what a word can do to you mm-hmm. i know firsthand where you know um someone doesn't know the full story and still judges you like so that's something that i have to it's always on the top of my mind is you know just be mindful of the of the people around you. Be mindful of what people might be going through. Be mindful of, you know, the little things. It's it it could be like, hey man, you're looking chunky today. Or something. Mm. something so small, bro. Something so small. You, you know, could know be, what's going on? Exactly. There. Like this this person could be starving themselves, and, and just you never know. And this is something that not enough people pay attention to, and. Um, we're just so easy to judge. We're so easy to jump to conclusions. We're so easy to roast people. We're so easy to, you know, oh, it's all fun and jokes. Oh, no, he, right. he's fine. You know, he's fine. Like, he can take it. Well, maybe, but also maybe not, you know, so. More times it's not, really. More times it's not. More times it's not. I mean, I, I mean, some people can handle it you know i i from from my background at least like i i've been through some and we can talk about this off the podcast but like i've lived through some shit you know that's why like i have a very thick skin like um so if if someone says something about me like i'll i'll be fine Mm -hmm. but someone else maybe not you know so you gotta always remember that like what you don't like being done to you, you cannot do to someone else. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of people are very hypocritical about that because, you know, they don't allow anybody to do something to them, but, you know, they're out there doing it to everybody else. So um, definitely, 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 like the one thing that I would encourage anybody to do is be mindful, you know, of what you're saying. Don't judge a book by its cover. Always remember that everybody's walking their own path and you never know. You never know what someone's going through you know so like i i carry myself with a lot of confidence a lot of but for my first two years of college i was not in the best state of mind and i was i was very you know like behind closed doors i was very in a, in a depressed state you know uh, a lot of shit was going on and and personally and you know i didn't really i was pretty young at the time i didn't really know how to handle it and but people only see the outside people only see the guy that's like walking by himself and they think oh like he thinks he's above everybody else right you know so just be mindful of that you know it's it's you you're gonna either learn that the easy way or the hard way and i hope you learn it the easy way um but yeah you gotta keep that in mind you gotta keep that in mind bro you're the man with the fucking plan i love it this was bro i'm so grateful for this i appreciate you for real real. thanks for having me right everybody that's listening make sure you like subscribe share these are gems these are gems these are gems leave a comment all that good stuff make sure you're on the watch for my seven and seven life reset challenge it's coming very very soon be on be on edge of your seat waiting for that it's going to be impactful i guarantee it shout out my man ramez man's is doing big things ending drunk driving and i bet you a bunch of other impactful things for this world ramez thank you again bro and like my grandma said man keep going keep growing peace see you